So you like hockey? Congratulations. You're amongst the smartest sports fans in the world. Want to fight about it? Join me, the Hockey Troll, and that snack, Polly Cupcakes, every Monday and Thursday on the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL, your Washington Capitals. Not only do we bring you the best Washington Capitals coverage, but we've got the hottest takes and the tastiest content. Tune in wherever you get your podcast and at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Chirp us on all social media platforms at Caps Chirp. See you beauties and benders there. Kings fans and hockey fans and welcome to episode 12 of season 2 of the Kingston as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I am your host Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 12 of the Kingston of season 2. As always, before we get started, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the Kingston THPN and on Instagram as well at the same handle at the Kingston THPN. As always, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at CunninghamJordy. Or, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, at Jordy underscore Cunningham 23. Don't forget, of course, we are presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. So, don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram, at HockeyPodNet. Or on Facebook, just search the Hockey Podcast Network. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube for all of our great video footage going on around the network. Just search the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon. For $1, you can find all of our exclusive bonus content, including After Hours and everything else. So definitely check that out as well. Just search the Hockey Podcast Network on Patreon. Fans, it's exciting. The hockey season is here. The hockey season has started right now as we record this. The Kings, they finally start tomorrow. Their first game since March 11th, 2020 is tomorrow night. Or tonight as you're as you're listening to this. Just think about that. Hockey is finally back. It's an exciting time. It's nice to have it back. Really nice to have it back. I've been watching some I watched some of the Pittsburgh Philly game. I've been watching some of the Toronto Montreal game on this opening night. It's been so much fun. I can't wait to watch Vancouver Edmonton tonight. But most of all, I cannot wait to watch the LA Kings take on the Minnesota Wild tomorrow night. The season finally starts. First first game the Kings will play in over ten months. Over ten months. That is crazy. So the LA Kings will finally open their season tomorrow night. Against Minnesota Wild. Hockey is back. Hockey is back. The NHL is back. Get excited. We have a ton of Kings news to talk about. Including the final roster was put in today by the LA Kings. And of course you have your roster and your taxi squad this year. We have a lot to get into from the final few days of training camp as well. But we'll start right away with the final roster. And it turns out the injury bug and the COVID bug have hit. The Kings a little bit, which is really too bad, but we'll get into all that right now. First of all, 
the LA Kings roster. Let's just start it right now. The LA Kings roster looks like this to start off. Michael Amadio, Andres Athanasiu, Dustin Brown, Jeff Carter, Carl Gunstrom, Alex Ayafalo, Adrian Kempe, Anze Kopitar, Blake Lazat, Matt Luff, Trevor Moore, Gabe Velarde, and Austin Wagner are your 13 forwards. Your seven defensemen are Mark Alt, Mikey Anderson, Tobias Bornfoot making it from the World Juniors, Kel Clegg, Drew Doughty, Ole Mata, and Matt Roy. And your two goaltenders are Jonathan Quick and Troy Grozenek. And when you look at that, you might be saying, oh, there are some big names missing there. Well, you know, we talked about, uh, we talked last episode that there was a few players that missed the scrimmage on Saturday night and have missed some time. Well, it turns out, and they're not all because of injuries. Turcott, Alex Turcott, prospect Alex Turcott, he is hurt. He got hurt in the gold medal game against Canada at the World Juniors. That why that's why he is not on the opening night roster. And it turns out that goaltender Cal Peterson, defenseman and defenseman Sean Walker and Curtis McDermott are all in COVID protocol to start the season, which is too bad. But it sounds like. They could be ready for the second game of the season on Saturday, also against the Minnesota Wild. So they will miss the opener Thursday night, but they could be back on Saturday night again against the Minnesota Wild. So that's McDermott, Walker, and Cal Peterson are all on the COVID list to start the season. And you know what? Teams are going to go through this. Every team is going to go through this on the season. They NHL announced before play started today that there was uh, there's 27 players on the COVID list. Right now, and a lot of precaution. Like it is, it's not confirmed that these players have COVID, but they could be a close contact. They could, there could be something like that. They, it could be like, uh, positive. They tested positive, then tested negative, then tested positive again, something like that. So we don't know a hundred percent if it's if they do test positive. We just know that they're in COVID protocol. So again, Cal Peterson, Sean Walker, Curtis McDermott, all missing the first game of the season because of COVID protocol. And you know what? That opens the doors for some people, you know? That opens the doors for some of these players. But exciting seasons here. I'm excited that Tobias Bornfoot is on the opening night roster. That's kind of the one surprise. Yeah, I knew that he was that he made the team last year. And he's just coming from the World Juniors. But again, like with if you have McDermott and Walker there, who's out of those seven, right? Who's out of those seven? It's probably Bornfoot and all. Maybe Clegg, but head coach Thomas is really impressed with Kale Clegg. We're going to talk about that as well. So, and of course, uh, and of course, Peterson would be there to, uh, in goal, goaltending with Jonathan Quick as well. In addition to the roster this year, there's also the taxi squad. And you can have up to six on the taxi squad, but the Kings are starting with four on the taxi squad. And I think that, I think that's because, like, some of the COVID guys will go to the uh, taxi squad or they'll get added to the roster and a couple of guys on the current roster will go to the taxi squad but the current taxi squad is Liz Anderson which you know he's going to play for the LA Kings he's going to get a chance but he is starting the season on the taxi squad along with Jared, Jared Anderson Dolan also Austin Strand a defenseman and Matt v- Valadia I always say it wrong Valadia is on the squad as well also assigned uh, in addition to injuries, we said that Turcott was on the injured roster. Marty Furk is also on the injured roster with the injury as well. Uh, the five of them, Turcott, Furk, and then the three COVID players, McDermott, Walker, and Peterson, are all on the are all listed as injured slash non-roster. So, and then of course Walker, Peterson, and uh, 
McDermott got changed the COVID list. But those... So it's just minor injuries for Turcotte and Ferk, it sounds like, as well. It sounds like they're not going to miss much time and they're going to be back soon as well. On top of the roster moves from today, uh, Quinton Byfield and Arthur Kaliev, of course, coming from the World Juniors, were assigned to the AHL Ontario Reign today. Uh, they did get, they finally did get a few days of practice in training camp. Uh, head coach Sean McClellan, the staff, they were really impressed with them, but of course they were going down to Ontario as well, and they have, we have a bunch of quotes from them as well talking about it. But before we get into that, I just want to talk about this quickly, that we're talking about uh, lines. We've talked about it a bit. What is the start of the season going to like? Going to look like for the LA Kings line-wise? And we know the roster already, so this was the lines from the last day of practice that we had. So it sounds like the top line is going to be Kopitar centering Ayafalo on the left side and Brown on the right side. We saw that line a lot last year, obviously. And then I love this second line. We have Lazat centering uh, Athanasiu on the left side and Carter on the right side. We talked about that a lot last episode. I love that line. I think that line is going to do really well. I think there's a little bit of everything on that line, and I really like that. And then the third line, you have Gabe Velarde centering Adrian Kempe and Austin Wagner. I like that line a lot. I like the speed on that line. There's some tenaciousness on that line as well and Wagner's speed is really going to help that line Velarde's going to have a huge year so I'm very excited for that and then the fourth line is Michael Amadio centering Trevor Moore on the left side and Matt Luff on the right side and you know Henrik Schumacher he has been up on a lot of these guys but I've he was up on Matt Luff like we're going to get into that as well but there is he is excited He's excited about these guys, but that's what it sounds like the opening night lines are going to be Kopitar, Ayafalo, Brown, Lazat, Athanasiu, Carter, Velarde, Kempe, Wagner, and Amadio, centering Moore, and Luff. And, you know, we talked a lot about these guys. Like, we've kind of gone over everyone throughout training camp, like, what's going on and stuff like that. But, head coach Thomas Holland was talking about Gabe Velarde again. Because, because, as you know, Velarde was in that as well. Velarde didn't play on Saturday in the scrimmage because of... They didn't say why, whether it was COVID protocols or a minor injury. It sounds like it was more minor injury because I think he'd be on the COVID protocol list if that was still the case. But head coach Tom McClellan said that he was that he has been uh, he has been cleared to play, and he said it's excited it's exciting to get him back out there, and he was excited to be back out there himself. He makes a difference when he's out there, and that's what we need him to do. What I am very excited for as well is Gabe Flaherty is getting some time on the power play, and I think he's going to be real good on that as well you know he's an offensive guy and i think he's really going to help out this la king's power play that's going to be much to improve this season as well and then also this week before we get to world junior guys uh like i just said head coach thomas holland has loved matt luff and what he has brought this training camp he's going to be on the fourth line he's not a flashy guy he's not a big goal scorer he's a guy that's going to grind for you and head coach thomas holland said if you compare the two camps, it's not even close. This year, he was noticeable. He made an impact on every scrimmage. It's not always about scoring goals, but he did a lot of hard work to create to create for others, grasp the systems. I think it's night and day from where he was last year at this point until now. With him, he got to he's got to maintain the momentum he's created throughout training camp and put it into play in the regular season. And of course, Matt Luff, he spent some time up with the big club last year, but not a lot. He was mostly in the AHL last year. But he's excited to he's excited to be a part of this team day in and day out. He said, My goal is to play Thursday night and every night after that. Just keep working just keep working and 
keep giving them reasons why they have to put me in the lineup. So he wants to play. He doesn't want to go anywhere. Matt Luff wants to play, and you know he's proving it. He's a fourth liner. He's a grinder. He was great in the scrimmage on Saturday night, and he wants to be a part of this team, and I think he very well has a chance to do that as well. He also, with the extended break as well in the offseason, he also went on to say it helped me it helped me to work on a lot uh he had a uh, he had a new coach during the offseason it really helped him because Matt Luff he's a fourth liner but he really thinks that he can score some goals as well and he's really excited to be it he says he says guys have pointed out that I look bigger faster and stronger so with those added months I just prepared every day like I was trying to make the Kings having those eight nine months was huge so he's he's excited to be a part of opening night roster and I'm excited that he is a part of the opening night roster for the LA Kings and now finally what was exciting for the Kings this week not just with the season started was on Monday the world junior guys got to come got to come practice they got through the COVID protocols when we talked about last episode it sounded like it was going to be a while since they practiced but they got through all the protocols okay so they got to practice a few times this week so Bornfoot, Kaliev and Byfield all practice of course Turcotte didn't because of injury and you know they were excited to see him the staff was excited to see them out there Rob Blake was excited the GM was excited to see them out there as well but to just go over like some of the some of the stuff they said quickly like I went over World Juniors a little bit and Byfield actually said you know what like the plane ride down here was quiet I was still kind of mad I didn't really want to talk to them but of course they're my teammates now so I so it's all good. We made up. We talked about it. It's all good sort of thing. So uh, uh, first of all, uh, head coach Tom Tallin said, uh, Bornfoot, Kelly, Evan, Quinton Byfield all skated, and they were fine. They were excited. I think they were probably a little nervous. Usually they get to step into training camp with a lot of other junior faces, maybe some younger players they're familiar with. But here it's right in with Kopitar, Brown, Doughty, veterans like that. I'm sure there were some nerves, so they handled it very well. And, of course, when you think about it, like, Guys like Kaliev and Turcotte and Bornfoot. Like, Bornfoot made the team out of, out of training camp last year. And you got to think, training camp is in September, usually this year. It's in January. So this was Quinton Byfield's first skate in an LA Kings jersey. His first one. Kaliev, Turcotte, Bornfoot, they've all been there. This was Byfield's first skate in an LA Kings jersey, you know? And so, of course, there was some nervousness there. Like, he just got drafted second overall a couple months ago. So to have that be your first skate right after the World Juniors, I'm sure it was a bit of a whirlwind for him as well. But when after practice, he just said, I think it was pretty exciting to be out there with all the guys. It was a good practice. When it got underway, it was quite a bit of fun. It's an exciting time stepping up, stepping out there for your first pro skate and just getting to know all the guys. The excitement level was pretty was pretty high today. Uh, Byfield also skated with Matt Luff and Trevor Moore, so he was a sentiment on the line, and it was a high tempo line. And then there was uh, the day before he got uh, him and Kaliev got sent down. He was centering Kaliev and Grundstrom, who of course is on the uh, the taxi squad while Byfield and Kaliev got sent down to the Ontario Reign. But no, exciting for them. Very excited. Uh, continually to talk, continuing continuing to talk about it. Byfield went on to say, honestly, it's pretty crazy. Everything's just kind of up in the air right now. You don't know what's going on with everything you've got you've got to be prepared if it's a situation that you're put and you've just got to make the best of the opportunity if that's playing in the nhl hopefully i just want to make the best of the opportunity if not wherever i go 
make the best of my opportunity there and be the best player of myself of myself and make an impact either way. So of course that's Byfield. He said he said that on Tuesday, and of course he got sent down to the AHL today on Wednesday. And Kaliev as well. He was in the same boat. He says in in speaking of you know how I just said that Byfield hasn't had a training camp yet, and Kaliev has sort of thing. Kaliev kind of compared it to that, and he said. Uh, uh, comparing talking about last year's cap, cap, camp, he said, I think it really did help. Last year, I didn't know what to expect, didn't know what was going to happen or the pace. This year, I felt more comfortable being here and knowing what to expect and what to do. So, you know, Kaliev, he had that experience. He was happy to be there as well. And, of course, it was nice to see these three skate, of course, Byfoot and Kaliev and Bornfoot as well. And you know what? I'm really excited that Bornfoot is making this opening night roster. Of course, I think he is because of COVID protocols. That's probably what it is. But he is really excited as well. And you know what? He said he's more comfortable as well. And the the coach staff sees it as well. You know, the first time you're nervous, you're a bit, you're nervous a bit. I think it's going to be huge that Bornfoot got to play those three games in the NHL last year. Got to play beside Doughty. Him and da- like Doughty loves this kid. And I think it's really exciting that they're getting to play together again and that Bornfoot's on this opening night roster as well and of course when it comes to comfort level uh head coach Tom McClellan saw it right away he said certainly he does he's more comfortable with us he knows his, his environment he knows where he's going in the locker room I would think from a comfort level he's further ahead than the others he plays a different position than the others that just entered so he's not necessarily competing with other players he's competing with the ones who have been here in training camp for two weeks now I I see it in him. It's hard to believe they're all relatively the same age because Toby does carry himself. Does carry himself like he has been around for a year and he certainly does. So you see, just three games of experience and he's ready to go. Of course, Bornfoot played in the AHL all season long last year, but you know, he's he takes it upon himself, you know, like he's ready to go. And I, it's exciting for the kid as well. And I, I hope he makes an impact. I hope he gets his chance on opening night. I don't know. And he makes an impact right away. And I think that's going to be awesome for them as well. And, of course, so the AHL roster, of course, we know the most of it. Like, Byfield's going to be a star on it. Kaliev is going to be a star on it. And, of course, other people that are down there for the forward group are Dudas, uh, Messasant, Vajimo, Amama, Kapari, Madden, and Thomas. And, of course, Brickley and Dusri on the defensive end, of, along with a few others as well. But, no, just... It's exciting times, man. The LA Kings open the season tomorrow or today, I guess. Today. And you know what? It's exciting times for the LA Kings. It's really, really exciting times. Like, you got to think. Tomorrow they open the season. It's going to be January 14th. They haven't played since March 11th. March 11th, 2020. That's 309 days. The LA Kings haven't played a hockey game in 309 days. And you know, you know, they're just itching to be back on that ice. They're just itching to be back on that ice. And you know what? They're excited to play. And I think they're going to beat the Minnesota Wild tomorrow. I really think they are. I think they're going to beat the Minnesota Wild tomorrow. You know, LA, the home team, they're going to come out hot. Of course, they haven't played in months. They want to show off. They want to be like, hey, we're here. We're better this season. And we're going to win this opening game of the season. And speaking of that, speaking of this game against the Minnesota Wild, 
tomorrow. The Soda Pod, of course, the official podcast of the Minnesota Wild here at the Hockey Podcast Network. They are doing a stream all game long where they, uh, they'll they be live pregame during the intermissions of the game and postgame as well. And I will be joining them during the pregame. Uh, so definitely check me out on there. Uh, the Soda Pod will have it. It'll be on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and I'm sure Twitter as well. But we're it's gonna kind of it's it's gonna be like a live stream. It's kind of like gonna be like a hockey central sort of thing where there's gonna be a pregame and then they're gonna be live during the intermissions and then postgame as well. And I'll be lucky enough to be joining them pregame to talk about the Kings and the Young Guns and of course COVID kind of going through the team and stuff like that as well. So it's gonna be exciting. I'm I'm so excited to be talking with Isha and the State of Hoppy during the first game of the season or to preview the first game of the season so it's going to be a lot of fun and i'm very very excited to be a part of it so check that out as well you know what like the nhl is back man it's just exciting it's super super exciting the nhl is back there's a lot to look forward to i know what's going to be tough during the season what like what the nfl went through what mlb went through what everyone's going through is covid and don't even get me started about the streets of Alabama after the national championship the other day. That's another thing. But, you know, there's going to be some COVID issues during the season. Hopefully, there's just precautionary for the LA Kings of McDermott, Peterson, and Walker on the list right now is all the COVID that, that, it, that the Kings have to deal with this season because that would be shitty if they have to deal with more, you know? But hopefully, they don't get any games canceled. Hopefully, they don't have anyone get COVID. I know... COVID is just going rampant in California right now. It sucks. But I hope everyone stays safe. And I hope there's not much, I guess, postponement in the season. I guess for lack of a better word. I hope that there's nothing that delays the season or anything like that or to that degree. So without further ado, we've kind of talked about this a little bit. But how do you think the RLA Kings will do this season? Where will they finish? How do you think they'll do? Where will they finish? How how much... I know, in, for me, personally, in this season, I just want to see improvement. And I think that we're going to have that. I think there's going to be a huge amount of growth but for the young guys on this team. And for the middle guys. For the campaigns, for the I follows. And I think for the young guys like the Bornfoots and all the rest. Like, I'm so excited to see the... Uh, the uh, the Velardis. I almost said Turcotte. The Velardis. I'm excited to see these guys. And I'm excited to see... I Honestly, I'm most excited for the line of Lazat, Carter, and Athanasiu. Athanasiu struggles defensively, but that speed, I think, is really going to is really gonna make that line fun, and I'm very excited for it. And I really think that the power play is going to be improved this season as well, and I'm really excited to watch for that as well. And you know, I'm just... Just be excited, you know? That's like the word of the day for this episode, is excitement. The LA Kings are back. LA Kings are back. Be excited, Kings fans. Because the LA Kings are back. Finally, enjoy it. It's a 56-game sprint. Today, right now, as we record this, it's the start of 116 straight days of NHL hockey. And the start of 50 straight days of both having the NHL and the NBA on the same night. So be excited. Because this is going to be a sprint. This is going to be a sprint and a marathon all in one. So, 
Kings fans, get ready. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a hell of a ride. We're going to have a lot to talk about, and we're going to have it all here in at the Kingston. So, quickly, before we finish off here, episode 12 of season 2 of the Kingston. Last episode, I gave out my award winners, who's going to win the awards, and I gave out my playoff teams for, uh, for the NHL season. And just to quickly go over it, I said the West is going to look like Colorado 1, Vegas 2, St. Louis 3, Minnesota 4. I think the Central is going to look like Tampa Bay 1, Dallas 2, Carolina 3, and Columbus 4. I think Boston is going to, I think the East is going to look Boston 1, Philly 2, Washington 3, and uh, the Islanders 4. And I think the North Division is going to look Vancouver 1, Toronto 2, Edmonton 3, and Calgary 4. And you know what? I said I was going to name my final four my winner in this. But you know what? When I look at this, it's hard not to pick my four number one seeds as the final four. I think Colorado will. I think Colorado and Tampa are locks. I think the West and Central are locks. I think Colorado will be in the final four and Tampa will be in the final four. The East and the North are a little tougher. I think Toronto is too much of a choke artist. Vancouver, can they get there? I don't think they're not. They're not like they lost a lot in the offseason, but they're still like they didn't lose much. The assets that they got in return are to replace assets that they lost are like. A huge help for them. Like, Edmund, and Montreal's much improved in that division as well, and I don't even have them making the playoffs. But you know what? I could be wrong, but I, I have to go with my predictions. And you know what? I think. And I said I wasn't. I said I wasn't that high on Washington, but you know what? They could surprise. They could be in that Final Four as well, because I just don't know. Like, Boston is so steady, but no more Chara. Chara's on Washington. Washington's an old team as well. That's the thing. That's tough, man. Colorado and Tampa are one. Okay, I'm going three out of the four seats. I'm going Colorado's in there, Tampa Bay's in there, Vancouver's in there, and I'm going to go that the Philadelphia Flyers in there. Screw it, I'm going for it. The final four are going to be the Colorado Avalanche out of the West, the Tampa Bay Lightning out of the Central, the Philadelphia Flyers out of the East, and the Vancouver Canucks out of the North. There you go. Those are my final four. And out of all that, it depends. I want to say Colorado right now. The caveat for me is if Tampa Bay gets Kucherov back. If Tampa Bay gets Kucherov back for playoffs, then we have a whole different scenario. But no, I will say that the Colorado Avalanche will win the Stanley Cup. They will. The Colorado Avalanche will be the 2021 Stanley Cup champions. There you go. There are my predictions. There are the rest of my predictions. Just have to get it out there. Just throw it. It's like a band-aid. Just rip it off. Just yell them out there. The final four will be Colorado, Tampa Bay, Philly, and Vancouver. And the Colorado Avalanche will be your Stanley Cup champions for this season. There you go. There's my. There are my predictions. I love them or hate them. There they are. This has been episode 12 of season 2 of the Kingston. The LA Kings play hockey tomorrow, or today, later today. The first time in 109 days. 309 days. 309 days. Get excited, Kings fans. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Kings Den. As always, before I let you go, don't forget to follow us on social media at the Kings Den THPN on Twitter and Instagram at the Kings Den THPN. 
Of course, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cunningham Jordy on Twitter at Jordy underscore Cunningham 23 on Instagram. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Facebook and on YouTube. Just search the Hockey Podcast Network. We have a lot of great video footage there. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content. And as always, after you check us out, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review. And go check out all of our great other podcasts around the Hockey Podcast Network and like rate, subscribe, and review them as well because we all love the feedback here at the Hockey Podcast Network. And you know, here at the Hockey Podcast Network, we bring you everything. We bring you the news. We bring you the stories. We bring you two episodes a week. And hockey, the hockey season is finally starting and the we're just going to wrap things up here at the, pod, at the Hockey Podcast Network. We're going to get more and more going. And you know what? It's exciting times here at the network. So get ready for it, fans, because we're just... We're a rocket ship, and we're just going to keep growing here at the Hockey Podcast Network. And the season finally starting is definitely going to help us. So come along for this ride, because it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us for episode 12 of the King's Den. Hockey season's here. Be excited. We have a lot to talk about over the course of the season. It's going to be super interesting to see what happens this season. As always, have a great week. Enjoy the Kings tomorrow. We're going to have two games to talk about next episode. Enjoy the games tomorrow. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Be safe. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you on Monday for episode 13 of season 2 of the Kings. Network.